0: Welcome to the Fitness Oracle, where we have real conversations with real people just like you, with real stories just like yours. And this is one of their stories. I am your host, John Katsavos, com, or even, even on Amazon. He is a professional speaker, trainer, NLP, and John Maxwell certified speaker and coach. He also speaks uh, based uh, on events based on mindset. In this episode, we talk about... Uh, His point of view on uh, narcissists and what he calls the blaming narcissist, how to put gratitude into your life, putting yourself first and making time for the life that you want. And we also talk about something that I'm going to, that I'm probably already involved with right now is, is 75 hard. Uh I really do hope that you guys enjoy this episode it is packed with useful tons of useful tips and let's get into it Sammy, welcome to the show, Hey John. thanks for having me man. I sure do appreciate it uh it's 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 great to have you here. I know you and I are gonna have a uh an hour filled of amazing stuff to talk about, but before we do, I just want to ask um I know at the time of this recording, it's my Easter last week it was the Catholic Easter. so how was your Easter
1: oh it was it was all right uh for the meaning behind it it was great my uh wife unfortunately a few weeks ago had foot surgery so she's still uh ailing that and so we di- we didn't get to be very active this year
0: <laughs> well that's that's okay i mean sometimes you just need to um have some downtime even on easter <laughs> oh yeah
1: that wait well, yeah and i agree but that's hard to do when you got three grandsons
0: <laughs> yeah okay okay yeah, I, I don't know i don't have i don't have grandkids but yeah i have two little nephews and uh yeah you're right
1: <laughs> oh yeah they, they want their eggs they want their baskets yeah oh yeah <laughs> which they did get we just uh it was like here's your baskets we're not spending a day with you sorry we love you we're gonna go <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that that's cool that's cool Um, so before we get into like, what we're going to talk about, uh, in this episode, I want to know, um, uh, what first got you interested in this line of work?
1: In the line of work of self-development or help or a little Um, bit, all of it,
0: (laughs) all of it, all of it, basically.
1: Uh, different things. I would say, um, so I own a painting company also, and a few years ago—well, eight eight years ago to be exact—I uh, was having lunch with a Sherwin Williams uh, manager, and he asked me. He said, "Well, why why are you doing this? Why why do you own the paint company? You know what what's that all about?" And I said, "Like most people, unfortunately, well, to make money." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I get that, but but why?" And I said, and I just, I answered his question three or four times. Well, to make money, you know, I got kids at home. I got kids. I got, I got bills I, to make money. And he said, Sammy, here's what I'm going to tell you. When you really figure out why you do what you're doing in life, money will be the last thing on your plate, but it'll be the thing that, you know, you, you'll make more than you ever thought possible. And I sat there and looked at this guy and thought he is nuts like why do people open a business well to make money and it took me about a year about a year later i was working on a lady's house and she had been gone all week and and we literally transfer transformed her, her whole interior of her house and the day she come back i was actually in a back room working and i hear a scream so i go running out she's in the kitchen and she's got her hands over her face and she is just bawling. And I'm I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know what's going on. This is crazy. Why is this lady crying? I grab her up. I'm like, I'm, are you okay? Like, what's going on? And she said, Sammy, I've lived in this house, I think she said, 23 years. And this is the first time in 23 years I've been so excited to walk into it. Like, you just, you changed my whole life. Like, this is so amazing. And I knew then I said, that's the feeling that I want everybody that comes in my presence to have. And so that kind of changed the whole trajectory of my painting business and my life as far as, uh, man, just that feeling in that moment was so awesome. And I had to learn how can I do this, not just in a painting business, but in my life every day. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) That's cool. That's cool. Uh, It's, it's rare to hear somebody um, uh, with that kind of a backstory where it's their, it's their bread and butter. And all of a sudden they find that passion inside of it. Usually um, it's um, especially in, as a personal trainer and martial artist, you hear a lot of, um, you know, bullying and stuff like that being teased as a teenager. And it's like, it's, it's more of like a self uh, Reaction—it's more of a, reactor, a, a reactive um, response, response yeah. to something that's happened negative in somebody's past. But to see something like that is—it's uh, powerful. It's powerful. Um, have there any? Have there ever been any moments where you just wanted to quit and just say, "I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> I'm gonna go grab a nine-to-five. I'm just gonna live the rest of my life until I retire and retire." Uh, I,
1: I don't know about quit. There are days that you just want to kind of, you know, I don't want to be here today. I don't want to do this today, but I could say probably in the last maybe four or five years, no, there's never been a day. I just want to quit and give up. Um, again, now I'm, I've, I've reached a point where to me, that would be selfish, uh, to those around me, you know, and to myself. I mean, I've put so much work into this with the NLP certification, the John Maxwell stuff, the just everything I do every day. It's like, no, I, I don't want to quit, but there are days where I'm like, eh, maybe not today,
0: you know. So that's cool. You know, that's yeah. cool. I get those days like that where it's like I ah, just I'm done.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
0: I mean I'm
1: I'm the positive upbeat, hey, let's live an awesome, great life and gratitude and and the whole thing. But here, let's be honest. I I have bad days. I have days where I lay in that bed and you know, normally I get up out of bed about 4:30 in the morning. And there ain't too many mornings where I actually go yeah, this will be fun today. Let's get up at four thirty. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're doing this on a Sunday. I had no reason in the world to get up this morning. Guess what time I got up? Four thirty. <laughs> you know, and it's but at four thirty, I come in and i i I get my reading in and I do some meditation and, you know, so yeah, yeah,
0: that's, that's awesome. kind of. <laughs> that's awesome you said you said something you know, I want to touch up on uh a, a gratitude uh, this is part of the uh the, part of the podcast that i really want to touch up on and really get into it um gratitude is for some men um a very difficult concept to to uh to grasp because uh we're not taught to think about stuff like gratitude like what are you grateful for uh because um I'll be honest with you like even with myself it's like okay yeah I'm grateful for my family I'm grateful for my nephews I'm grateful for my sister but these are all things that any 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 self-respecting man would be grateful for anyways but it, it What I'm trying to say is how do you, how do you identify what are the deeper things that make you grateful for, and how do you help people identify those, especially for men who are having a hard time understanding what gratitude really is?
1: Well, for me, the biggest lesson I was taught was, was gratitude for myself first. And again, that I feel like we live in a world where that's presumed as selfish to put ourselves first, but the reality is, is you, your your presence changes the world. You know, we're doing a podcast right now and who knows where this is going to touch somebody and change their life. You know, you got up this morning and you, you drove to church or you did whatever Easter thing today, you changed the flow of traffic. Like that's, that's a huge thing. While we may not know that that's huge me i just talked about my kids and and my grandkids if i'm not grateful for me if i'm not grateful for my purpose my life here on on earth they're not here and that changes the whole trajectory of life i mean to literally put yourself first and understand that you are the gift you know uh speaking from from a biblical standpoint like God gave us a gift and that's us, you know? And once you appreciate that and understand that first, like it it really does. It changes your whole mindset on it's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to live your fullest life. It's okay to tell everybody, no, tell other people, no, um, you know, for me, it's been life-changing as far as uh, just appreciating the, the smallest of things. You know, I don't, I don't, there's never a wrong answer for the gift of gratitude. You know, what are you grateful for? But it's, man, how about if we woke up in the morning and we said, man, oh, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to walk today. allowing me to, to open my eyes and see the world today. Lord, thank you for food today. Thank you for having a roof over my head. Uh, I'm so grateful that um, my I'm so grateful I didn't have a stroke today, <laughs> you know, and, and I say that one just because in writing my book, that was an, that was an actual response I got from a, a lady was she wakes up every day and says, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to walk today and be able to talk because she had a stroke in her sleep. You know, so when she woke up the next morning, now she's getting rushed to a hospital after having a stroke and half of her body wasn't working. And, you know, uh, men, from the men's standpoint of it, and I I know I'm taking a little time with this, from the men's standpoint, we're taught that we're supposed to be the provider, the tough guy, the person that doesn't cry and to me those are all false premises yes we are supposed to be a provider again this is going to sound selfish but it's not provide for yourself first because i can only give we can only give what we have so if i'm not a hundred percent in my own gratitude in my own health in my own mindset then I can't give that. I can give what I have, but I can't give a hundred percent. You know, and as men were taught that the toughness is, yeah, you don't cry and you don't say I love you, and you know, in certain families, like that's just unheard of because that shows weakness. Well, the reality is, is it shows strength to be vulnerable. Is so much more powerful than to to not show weakness. To show vulnerability is a huge thing because in doing that, what you actually do is show somebody else that it's okay to do it. Also, you know, I I can be the tough guy. You said martial arts. I did martial arts for twenty years. That's the tough guy, but it's also the tough guy to show your kid, your young boy. That it's okay to cry, that it's okay to have emotions. Um, just because I cry doesn't mean I'm I'm weak. It it means that I have a power that I'm also allowing you to have. Yeah. So that's that's my no. I hope that made sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You brought up so (laughs) many good talking points. Like, um, um, it's it's interesting because as a, as a man, as men, we're not supposed to feel our feelings. We're supposed to have this stoic, hard, um, exterior and forget about the feel for, forget about that stoic ideological, um, misconception of what a man is supposed to be. We're still human and humans are emotional beings. So we mm-hmm. need to feel that we need to, um, express feelings in one way or another now i agree with you that men are not it's okay for a man to cry it's a it's okay for a man to say i love you but a man um at one point a man should only be able to um a man will cry with somebody who he's close to Like He's not going to walk out in the street and say, oh, look at that cute little puppy and start petting the puppy and start crying because (laughs) of how cute that puppy is. So there has to be a line. Where is that line? Where do you see that line is where it's too much emotion and just enough?
1: Well, uh, that's a good question. To me, the line is what you determine it to be, um, not what everybody else determines it to be. It, it's your boundaries. You know, it's your values. I, if I, if, uh, let's see here, say we're at a movie, right? And it and it is an emotional movie. Like you, your wife talks you into going to the movie or whatever, your girlfriend, whatever. And you go to this movie and, and the ending really is sad. I mean, it's like, holy crap, dude. Um, and you catch yourself crying. But, but hey, I'm a man and we're in public. And, well, I'm maybe not allowed to do that. Well, yes, you are allowed to do it. Because the, the moment called for a tear. And that's okay. You know? And it's the man that, that won't cry, that won't show his emotion, is also the guy that won't show his happiness most of the time. That won't show his love, you know, and you got to remember when you put on that armor as men, when you put on that armor of, hey, this is, I'm stoic. I'm the, I'm the knight in shining armor and I don't cry and I don't show emotions and we have to be, and we've profiled ourselves as we have to be this certain thing. And so we put on that armor so that we don't do it. Well, the armor doesn't just not it doesn't just hide the tears and the emotions and the crying and the and the caring but it also shows it hides the the happiness the love the joy you know because most men that i know that won't won't show that love and affection because hey i'm the tough guy they also won't show that they care because it's all enveloped in one And so it's, once you, once you beat down one emotion, you also, you beat down all of them and it's, Mm -hmm. then the man sits there and it's like a ticking time bomb. And when they do blow, they blow and everything comes out. Yeah. You know, so men, it's okay to show emotion. It's, if you got time, we got a second or a minute I can tell you a perfect story for this Go ahead. and it's uh, me and my cousin were bouncers at a bar, right? Back when I wasn't as chubby as I am now, But <laughs> we were bouncers at a bar. Now we were brought up. I was brought up that when you left somebody's presence, you gave them a hug and you said, I loved you. And I don't care. And we and it don't matter who's around. And so that's, so the first night I worked there, me and my cousin, end of the night, we're getting ready to leave. We give each other a hug, say, I love you. And I hear from across the bar, we hear from across the bar, the owner of the bar, who's like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, big old hillbilly, great guy, but just a big old hillbilly. And he screams and he says, hey, hey, y'all don't be doing that stuff in my bar. I don't want to see that crap. Now, me and my cousin, being the little smart asses that we are, I hope it's okay to say that word. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We we looked at each other, looked at him, ran to him, grabbed him up. We're hugging him. We're saying, I love you. We love you. And he's screaming, get off me. Y'all be doing that. Get off me. Don't be touching me. And and we started doing that every night, every night into the night. We'd run and we'd find him and grab him up. We'd hug him, say, I love you. This And every night he'd scream and holler at us. Fast forward, probably, I don't know, six, seven weeks in. One night I was working by the door and my cousin was working by the door. End of the night, we're ready to leave. We look, we don't see the owner. We're like, eh, you know, no big deal. We'll miss tonight. We gave each other a hug. We're getting ready to leave. And from across the bar, we hear the owner, hey, I didn't get my hug. (laughs) And we were like, whoa, we changed this whole guy. We changed his whole trajectory on what he thought just because we essentially forced it on him, ran over, we gave him a hug, you know, about a year later, I was walking through a target out where this bar was and I seen this guy's wife. And she come up and gave me a hug and told me, thank you so much. You have no idea how much you all changed my family's life. And we were like, and I, or not we, I, I said, well, what do you mean? And she goes, oh, well now it's a rule in our house. You don't leave this house unless you give each other, give each other a hug and say, I love you. Cause you never know when that might be the last time. Mm-hmm. And she goes, Sammy. And this is what a hug did. She said, our house is happier. Our relationship got stronger. Like, it's just crazy what difference just that simple act of kindness and love does. And that's gratitude, man. I mean, yeah.
0: you know, yeah. So um, it, it it's it's funny because uh, back in February, I was watching. Uh, I went to the theater with a friend of mine to go watch the season finale of season three of The Chosen and i asked my friend not to go because i know how i am when i watched the first episode first time i watched an episode of the chosen i'm like a freaking waterfall and uh I, at the end of it when uh when uh, simon peter was wa- walked on water with all the stuff that was going in his life i literally had my hood my hood over my head and like i had my 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 shirt because i was freaking bawling oh man i was like i was a mess and my buddy looked. My, I, I I didn't pay attention to anything. And um, after I'm, I looked at him, I go, "I told you not to bring me here because I didn't want to do this in public." <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, I saw it. I didn't say anything." I'm like, "Oh well, it is what it is." <laughs> oh yeah,
1: and and it's you know I I gave my uh so the the movie um oh what was it The Avengers: The End Game. Whenever Iron Man dies at the end, you know, my son-in-law started crying. Now I didn't, I wasn't at it. Was it a sad moment? Yeah. If you're into that, you know, the, the whole Marvel stuff and all, it was sad. It it was and And he starts crying and, and I did what most guys do. And I was like, Oh, you big sissy ass, you know, and I was giving him crap. But then I also reinforced it and said, no, man, I get it. I get it. Hey, it was sad. It was sad, you know. And and essentially, I let him know that, dude, it's okay that you're, you know, that you're showing emotion right now. That's okay. You know, that's what I meant earlier by the boundaries. It's up to you to set those. Like, for me, that was, yeah, it was a sad moment. It wasn't something I was going to tear up at. For him, it was a sad moment. And he wanted, to, and he wanted to tear up at it. He wanted to cry, and and that's okay too, you know. That didn't make him any less of a man. It didn't make him any less powerful, you know. It was just a, a moment.
0: It's funny, so, because, it's funny because um, if if men don't, um, I won't say express their feelings on a regular basis, but if they don't express their feelings to at least the people that they care about, um, it could lead that man to become a narcissist. Uh yeah, I mean I could see that. Um how would you identify a man as a narcissist? Um well I wouldn't just say a
1: man. I mean it's a woman thing too.
0: It is a woman thing it, too.
1: It's yes. it's more than anything I I would I feel like it's a self-centered thing. They're going to put themselves first over everything and everybody else. But yet they're real good at manipulating you. (coughs) Excuse me. Oh, man. Uh, And making it feel like it's your fault. Like. You can catch (laughs) you can catch a narcissist in the middle of cheating, like literally in the act of cheating on their spouse, their boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it might be in the act, and they will make sure that it's not their fault. Like, hey, no, 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 they, you know, well, because you don't give me the attention, it's your fault that I went and did what I did, you know, or, well, I mean, look how attractive they are. I mean, do you blame me? I mean, it's not my fault. I mean, and that's literally what a narcissist will be. It doesn't matter the situation. It doesn't matter the circumstances. It's not their fault. They have no accountability for themselves, and um, those are huge things to to watch for. You know, it's if you and and unfortunately, we all have got people like this. It, it, the reality is we're all narcissists. Every one of us has narcissist tendencies, you know, because as human beings, what we never want to do is take the blame. Strength comes in taking the blame. (laughs) Narcissists just won't develop that strength. They won't develop that part of them. And it's, nope, I didn't get the raise. Well, it's not my fault. I did everything I was supposed to. You know, they didn't get the promotion. Well, and then the reality is we're on the outside looking in going, dude, you've done nothing. Like, what do you mean? What all did you do? Well, I showed up every day. It's not my fault. You know, uh that's a that's one thing with the narcissist that is huge. I call him the blaming narcissist.
0: <laughs> um, there are like you said, like, yeah, I agree. We're all narcissists at a certain level, but there is a, a level of self-awareness with most people saying, Okay, yeah, maybe I didn't show up. Maybe it is a little bit my fault. And how would you? How would you deal with somebody who you think is like completely completely gone? They, they think that they are God's gift to the world and um, <laughs> they, what their word is God's word, and nothing that nothing everything that they do is perfect. Um, if it's
1: a newer relationship, I mean, once you once you pick up on it, here's the reality. You got to cut them out of your life. Now, here's the problem with that. I say cut them out of your life. If it's somebody that you can afford to cut out of your life, if it's a fiance, a boyfriend, girlfriend, something like that, you got to cut them out. I mean, there's just, they, because there will never be a resolve, never, because they won't allow it. Now, here's the kicker. What if it's your mom? or your dad, or your kids, or your husband and wife that has developed into that. Um, You have to learn to love people from a distance. And what I mean by that is you can't get pulled into their BS. You know, Um, I know a lady that, um, 16 year marriage, and it took her and she, and it shocked herself took her 16 years to realize that she had been in a narcissist relationship. Because, again, they're so good at manipulating you. You know, this lady went through, he had cheated on her, uh, verbally abused her, beat her down. And this woman was a a high six-figure earner that could never do enough for him. You know, beautiful woman, works out. I mean, just absolutely top notch, beautiful woman that was never good enough physically for him, you know, willing to lose her relationship with her family, her mom, her dad, her uh, brothers and sisters and cousins, because, well, that's what he wanted, you know, they're so good at manipulating you to the point that you will give up everything else, and so the reality is. You got to cut them out, and that's what she ended up doing. Once she, I, I say it's almost like being in a coma, and you come to, and you go, "Holy crap! I really put up with all that stuff." There was red flags everywhere. Why did I not see them? I remember my mom and dad, and and sister and brothers telling me, "Hey, this guy, watch out for him." Hey, look, we we see these things, but again. The narcissist is so good at manipulating that they, that he comes back and says, no, 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 don't listen to them. You listen to me. I'm the one that loves you. I'm the one that cares for you. You know, and until you, once people wake up to it, again, it's like being in a coma and you wake up. Once they wake up to it, it, it's usually a pretty quick transition into, okay, you've got to be gone. And and they learn how to, they figure out a way to cut them
0: out. You know. What if you find that you keep finding yourself at being, um, I won't say attracted to, but pulled towards, pulled to narcissists because it has a, t- because we as human beings, we see that low bearing fruit and we want to grab it. And sometimes that low bearing fruit is rotten inside. How would you help somebody break those, habits and tendencies of identifying it before you get into that kind of relationship. And now, mind you, I'm talking about just a general relationship, not just husband and wife, but also finding new friends, finding new connections, new business partners, stuff, people like that.
1: Uh, First, first question I would ask them is what, what about these people makes you feel accepted? Because it's this certain type of person that makes you feel accepted in life. And what about them is making you feel that way? Because that's what they're, as as the person that gets sucked in all the time, why do I get sucked in? Well, there's something about them that I've attracted. There's something about them that I see as uh, a basis of love. You know, so we need to figure that out first, like what inside of you and, and what you're going to find out is most times it's something from our childhood. You know, the way that we were treated as a kid that maybe we didn't get a lot of love. So, you know, you lived in the, in the household that nobody said I love you and you didn't get hugs. And And while it may not seem like that's a big deal. In 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 a lot of ways, that's a huge deal, because as we grow up and we do get older, then that narcissist comes along. Whether it's a a friend or you know a loved one per se, a, a boyfriend, girlfriend. But what we'll even find is is we'll get that in our workplace. You know, a boss will learn how to manipulate you just by, hey, today if I tell. Uh, John hey John man thank you so much for showing up today and you notice that he don't tell nobody else that but for you he knows that's a spark and John's gonna bust his butt today because man the boss said thank you to me. Well that's the reality is that's a narcissist tendency you know that he knows he can do that to you but if I do it to Cindy or Mike or Bill or or Judy, well, they don't really care. You know, so it's, why do I need that certain type of love? And then what can I do to, to change that and, and accept myself, you know, cause that's, that's most times that's what you're going to get is you, you attract the people
0: that you feel like you need the most. And it you know? almost, it almost sounds like, um. Um going back to what you said at the beginning of the show is being able to put yourself first. Yeah. Yeah. If someone's and, never been taught that. How would you help them identify putting yourself first before everybody else? Self-talk.
1: That's a huge thing. Uh, there's a, there's a few different things. Evaluate evaluate your environment for one and that's the people that you are around you know are you around people that serve you and I don't mean serve you as in like your slave I mean like are they the people that you want to really be around are they doing things that you want to achieve in life uh are they going after their greatness what they want most out of life you know or is it just People that you're hanging around because, well, I've always hung around. them, And these are just kind of my people, you know. So evaluate your environment, one. Two, how do you talk to yourself? You know, that's a huge thing. If you do not believe that you can achieve, you're right. You won't. If you do not believe that you're really worth the promotion, the new job, a good relationship, happiness in your life, then you're right. You're, you're not going to be those things. You're not going to get those things. So I work a lot with people on how they talk to themselves. It, it's because, and I don't mean just physically talking. I mean, in your head, you've got that little voice in your head that, that runs so much, well, it runs pretty much everything we do. And it's how do I talk back to that voice? How do I tell it that I'm in charge and it's not in charge today? You know, that little voice that at one minute you're going, you're watching maybe TV and a commercial comes on and, you know, the, the guy or the girl, they're all jacked up and they're in the gym or they're doing martial arts or whatever it is. And, and you're like, man. And, and for a moment, you talk back and you say, oh, man, I want to do that. I want to achieve that. I want to look like that. I want to be that healthy. And then that little voice. And it's amazing what a whisper can do to change your life. It says, yeah, we can tomorrow. Or let's start next Monday. You know, not today, though. Not right now. I mean, we're comfortable right now. We're on the couch. Maybe we got a blanket on us and it's comfortable. And But, but hey, you're right. We will start. And then you don't. Because that little voice says, "Okay, whew, man, we eliminated that obstacle. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, you know." And we fight that voice, and it's learning how to talk back to that voice in every aspect of your life. First and foremost, I will recommend to everybody eliminate the word "can't," because there is nothing you can't do. You know, Ooh. I am five foot six, two hundred pounds. 48 years old, and I can slam a basketball. I might need some help,
0: but I can do it. We yeah. were actually going to transition into that because uh, I was on your website and I saw uh, Discover Mental, discovermentaledge.com and I saw, mm-hmm. I saw your video on your website and you were talking about can't. And I wanted to really dive deep into that because that is such a huge word that stops people from greatness it stops me from being able to achieve what i want what i know i can do so how do you help somebody um i wouldn't say eliminate that word but come to terms that there's a better way to come around the word can't
1: and and I'm gonna say, yeah, eliminate it. <laughs> I mean, literally, it, it it is eliminated. You know, I had uh <clears throat> my brother-in-law had to lose uh, quite a bit of weight. He was a big, big fella. And he called me up, he said, dude, here's what I gotta do. I gotta lose weight. And da and I and he said, I just I can't do it. I'm too big. I've got bad knees. I've got a bad back. I, I can't do it. And I said, here's what I want you to do. I said, grab a can, fill it up with rocks or salt or, or not salt, but uh, sand or just grab a can. And I want you to walk as far as you know, you can walk and, and still make it back to your house. And as soon as you've gone, as far as you can set the can down, walk back to your house. And then tomorrow I want you to walk. And pick up that can and at least move it forward. I don't care how far, but move it somehow, some way. Move that can forward, and then just do that every day. In three months, he lost over 150 pounds. I didn't. I didn't tell him. See what we do. The word can't is we try to overwhelm it. If if you say, Hey man, I got to lose weight. Oh, okay. Well here go on a diet and here's the diet plan and here's the meal plan. And and here's all the food you got to buy and you got to drive to the store and you got to drive to the gym and let's go to the gym. And now we got to learn all these new weights and now we got to learn how to do the workouts. And now we got to do it five times a week. And now we got, holy, well, no wonder we can't. Mm -hmm. We try to overwhelm ourselves with it because we think we all, we got to have it all right now. We got to know how to do it all right now. We got to do it all right now. And that is not how life works. Yeah. But if you can move the can every day, just a little bit,
0: you can. I yeah. mean, and that's, that's the reality. Yeah. I I try to, uh, I, I try to talk to some of my clients when it comes to weight loss, especially uh, now that I'm working as a personal trainer, again, it's, it's uh, you, you see it, you see it inside of them. It's like, they want to do it, but they just, um, they have these mental blocks because it thinks it, they think it's so complicated. And it is, it is a complicated system because there's so many moving mm-hmm. pieces, but like, just like you explained, when you have all these pieces thrown at you at the same time, you lost me, you okay. lost me when I'm serious, when you are saying all these things and I'm agreeing with you, you need all these little pieces, but when you're throwing all these pieces at these people, mm-hmm. they're like, Whoa, I'm not going to do all this. So it's just as simple as just keeping it simply stupid, keep keeping it stupidly simple. That's all <laughs> I, it is. I, I tell people to just
1: chunk it down. Like, and it, it's kind of like a goals thing. Like your, the ultimate goal is say, uh, to lose 150 pounds and you, and you put that up top, like that's the mountaintop well, on the mountaintop. Okay. You got to climb up the mountain. Don't try to climb it on one one fail swoop. You're not Superman or Superwoman. Climb the ladder and every ladder is, okay, what do I need? To, and, and here's the reality, whatever it is you're going after in life today, today's what matters. Not yesterday, not tomorrow today. What are we doing today to make sure that we're better for tomorrow? And it, and it's one thing. So today I'm going to uh, get up and I'm going to, uh, start eating eggs for breakfast per se, you know, today, that's, that's my goal. I want to make sure I get up and I eat eggs. Now I have other things on my list I would like to do, but that's the one thing I have to make into a habit right now to achieve my goal. And then, so you do that and you do it. And then within a few days, okay, well now I got to start eating a healthy lunch or I got to get supplements and the, Hey, I'm going to start doing the supplements at nine o'clock. And so you start at nine o'clock and you say, okay, I've ate my eggs today. And now I've done my, my, my protein shake at nine o'clock. Cool. Everything else is a bonus. And that's awesome. And if you just go at it, chunk it out, you know, do it a step at a time. You know, it, it makes it for one, it doesn't overwhelm you. Yeah. Yeah. And what you'll see is what you'll find is you'll
0: get results faster. Yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 percent, and it's and you keep it longer too oh yeah yeah And well
1: it's because you've developed that habit you've developed one after the other of habits instead of the habit of losing of losing weight <laughs> you know you developed a little bit of an eating habit then a better eating habit now the eating habits good and then you know okay i developed that at you know 6 a.m i go to the gym and Okay, today I'm there for 20 minutes and I developed the habit of now I know how to work this dang machine that I walk on every day. Because when I walked in this gym, I was scared to death and I thought everybody was looking at me because I was fumbling the buttons and I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Now I'm showing people that are that I can see that are new and I'm going, hey, man, yeah, just push this button, do that. And da-da. And next thing you know, you're developing that, you know. It's the biggest, the easiest, and I'll say the simplest, because none of it's easy. The simplest way to overcome can't is to start a little and just work at it and understand that the end goal is that you can, no matter what it is. The end goal is can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, shifting gears just a little bit. I want to get into uh, one of your podcast episodes that I actually listened to um, podcast episode number 18, where you're talking about choosing happiness. Now, this is a concept that's relatively very alien to me. It's hard for me to choose happiness. I feel that like happiness for myself specifically is something that when certain things come into play, then I will be happy. How can you coach how could how, what are some tips that you could tell somebody like me uh, to um change that mentality? okay?
1: It, gratitude, gratitude. it starts it starts literally for me, it starts in gratitude. Um, I think it was last week. My neighbor come over at six a m. And said, hey, dude, my my battery, my car's dead. You know, can you come give me a jump? 6 a.m. And I walk outside and I said, yeah, yeah, no problem. We go out. This man was not concerned that he was going to be late for work. Not concerned that his car couldn't start. Not concerned that he was going to be in trouble with his boss. He talked about how beautiful the morning was. Oh my God, Sammy! Look at this sunrise. This is amazing. God, and the weather's so nice today. I mean, it, and then he was talking about how the morning air felt on his skin. He was enveloped, engulfed in gratitude. Now, how many of us he chose gratitude and happiness <laughs> over? I'm gonna get in trouble when I get to work. I, you know, I hope that my car starts here in a few minutes. I if not, am I gonna have to buy a battery? Am I gonna have to spend money? How many of us would have in that moment, that morning, would have ruined our whole day? And it would have it would have ruined the whole day. You're like, oh great. Well, nope, my day's screwed. I should just go back to bed. And that's what we tell ourselves. I should have just go back to bed. No, he chose gratitude and happiness. He chose the way he looked at his world instead of letting the world choose it for him because we're all going to have circumstances. We're all going to have bad stuff. We're going to have negative things. We're going to have the car not start, the car break down. How do we choose to look at it? And it's literally, it is up to you. And again, that goes back to talking to that voice in your head. You know, that goes back to, to fighting that, uh that that whisper that says, Have a bad day. No, this is negative right now. Nope. Uh I had a flat tire about three weeks ago. Now, five, six years ago, I'm cussing, I'm hollering. I hate flat tires. I'm on the side of the highway. This is BS. Holy crap, blah blah blah. Tire blew out, my truck. Flobble! I flobble over to the side of the road and I'm like, well, I got to change my tire. I didn't get mad. I didn't get overwhelmed. I didn't. I just said, well, I got to change my tire. You know, happiness is a choice and it's a choice that you have to make in you. The outside world, when I see my grandkids happy and having fun and playing, that's great. That causes happiness in me. But I have to choose that. You know, and it's once you understand that you've fought that little voice, it it always goes back to how you talk to yourself. How do you perceive yourself? How grateful are you for yourself? How happy are you for yourself? Once you really understand that, be selfish, and that's okay. Put yourself 100%. You know, and, and what you'll find is that happiness becomes a lot easier choice and it comes a lot quicker. Bad stuff's going to happen. You can get out of it a whole lot
0: faster. Like I said, that's a lot of work for me. Um, but, uh, uh, and for all my listeners and from all, all my viewers, um, after you're done listening to this episode, I highly recommend to go to Sammy's website, discovermentaledge.com and listen to his, his podcast. It is great. You have a fan here. Um, <laughs> this, there's, uh, there, there, there is one thing that I do want to talk up before we start to wrap up the show. Um, you did something called 75 Heart. Now, at the beginning uh, of the year, I was introduced to it, but I didn't do it because I didn't want to. Uh, I had other things at the beginning of the year that I wanted to dedicate myself to. I'm going to be most likely looking at it um, in a couple of weeks. What is 75 Uh hard? 75 Heart is a
1: program that uh, I'm, I'm from outside of St. Louis that a gentleman here in St. Louis, uh, his name's Andy Fursella. Uh, came up with this program. It's a free program. It's what it really is. It's a mental toughness program. It develops mental toughness. The reality is you're going to lose weight doing it. (laughs) I mean, you're physically going to change your body in doing it. And it's five things that, excuse me, that no matter what you do every day, For 75 days, there's no off days, there's no weekends, there's no holidays, you do this 75 days straight. And the five things are, uh, you do two workouts every day, two 45-minute workouts every day. They have to be at least three hours apart. One of them has to be outside. The way I got my brother-in-law to walk, that's a workout. Most people don't think of walking as a workout. That is a workout. Now, walk with intention. Walk as best you can, but walk. And for 45 minutes a day, I mean, holy crap, it, you would be shocked at how much that will transform your body and your mind. But it has to be one one inside, one outside. Or you can do both outside. It doesn't matter. No matter. And here's the fun part. Again, no matter what the weather is. When I did 75 hard, we had two different days. There was tornadoes. Now, if there's a tornado, like, over you, don't go outside. But the concept is, as I walked in, they pour and pour rain. Like, I was soaked. And then another day, it was, like, 85 degrees, and I was sweating to death. I mean, you, you do what... You do what you do. That's where the mental toughness comes in because there's no excuses. The the weather is not an excuse. I have to get my walk in. So you do the two workouts. That's one thing. You drink a gallon of water, not flavored water, not Sprite because it's white, not water. You drink water. (laughs) Uh, You you read 10 pages of a self-help book, right? it doesn't matter what it is some kind of something that enthuses you not harry potter or something like that it has to be something that's self help maybe you want to start a business or you want to learn how to crochet or something that will help you in your personal development 10 pages um you have to start a diet you have to do a diet again there's 10,000 diets out there pick one and if it's not working Pick another one, but you got to stay on some kind of diet, you know, track, track your micros, your micros, your calories, your fats, you know, do something, uh, for 75 days. Let's see. That's one, two, three. Is that four? That's four. Fifth one. And this one was the kicker for me, just from a standpoint of I'm a dork and it's the easiest thing to do. And it's the thing that will get a lot of people. Take a a selfie, which we all do, but you have to take a selfie of yourself every day of a full body, full body selfie every day. You ain't got to post it nowhere. You just have to take it. That way you can see yourself develop. Mm -hmm. All right. You can see your, your physical change. You can, and it's, again, this whole program is really based around mental toughness. Because how many people don't like to take a picture of themselves, especially not half naked or three quarters of the way naked once a day? How many people say, I don't want to do that? No, 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 I'm not doing that. Well, yeah, you got to do it. And you become more comfortable with yourself. How much mentally would that help? You know, doing two workouts a day, for one, is going to make you more mental tough, uh, it's going to build that confidence. It's going to build everything in you just because you feel better along with the diet. The drinking the water thing is hard, especially at first, because you will have to go to the bathroom all the time, <laughs> all the time. What's crazy is, is once I got about probably maybe 30 days in, I craved water. Like my body, if I didn't wake up and and for some reason I I get up and the first thing I do even now I drink twenty ounces of water. For some reason, if I forget to do that or, or was late doing it, my body was telling me, "Hey, we need water. We need water now." Yeah. You know, um, the reading part was easy for me. I I read all the time. I I'm I'm a reader. That's what I do. Um, So, and that's just to better yourself, you know, so 75 hard is a program. I would, it actually has turned into, there's a live hard program. That's a whole, uh, it's a year program, but it's actually done in a matter of, I think five months total throughout the year. But first, first and foremost, yeah, do the 75 hard. Andy's got a book out there. Uh, again, the program's free. I think the book is twelve or thirteen bucks or something like that. But you, he's got a podcast. You can go on there. He tells the whole, everything involved in in seventy five hard and what it, what to do, what it takes. You know the whole thing. But go. it's no excuses, man. Yeah. You do it, and I'm gonna tell you what it, it develops some habits that, um are needed for greatness i mean that's that's the reality yeah. you know and and 100%. you really you look at yourself and you go holy crap i just did this thing i can do anything now i can do it like after going through that i can do this yeah
0: yeah, yeah. um like i said like in a couple of weeks uh two weeks from the, this recording i'm going to be getting myself into the 75 hard because uh Nobody wants to work with a fat personal trainer.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> that is true. That is true. That is, yeah, yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> uh, working. Uh, sorry. Yeah, Go ahead. No, Go no, ahead. Go no, ahead. No, I was
1: going to say that'd be like me showing up at somebody's house to paint their house, and I'm in a suit and tie going, All right, I can't get dirty. <laughs>
0: You exactly. might say, oh
1: boy, this might not be the guy we wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're coming up close to the end of the show. And these are the eight questions that I ask all my guests, or seven or eight questions I ask all my guests. I'd just like to get your uh, uh, point of view on them. All right. With the increase in people suffering from depression from the past two, three years of uncertainty, uncertainty that we've been living through. What would be the one thing that you could tell them to keep their hopes up?
1: Um as we've seen in the last two or three years, life is always changing. It's all ever evolving. Um imagine how more powerful you would be and uh in your life. <clears throat> Instead of embracing the change, you were the change. Because that's the, again, that's the choice that you, you get to choose. Was the last two years overwhelming and and crazy? Did we lose our jobs? Did places shut down? And yeah, that all happened. But somehow or another, you're still here. Somehow or another, you're still going. And, And you get to make that choice of how great can I make today? you know um so yeah that that question <laughs> I could we could do a whole nother show on that question so that's <laughs> it's hard for me to answer uh in a sentence or so because <laughs> <laughs> to me that again you control your mindset yeah yeah you know yeah. so <laughs> it's a good question and just man I could do a whole show on that
0: <laughs> well I know I know Um, what is the one thing that you do daily that amplifies your ability to stay focused? Read,
1: read, I mean, literally read, read books. Uh, and, and again, I read mostly self-help books, uh, motivational, inspirational, um, stuff like that. But just even just, I said it earlier, Harry Potter, Read something because what it actually does, it, it opens your brain up to, to think in different ways. You know, it, it helps you with problem solving. And problem solving is huge in, in life, but it helps you with problem solving. It helps you uh if you're reading a book, say, about motivation or inspiration, you can't be depressed in that moment. You you can't be depressed while you have no anxiety in that moment. You have no sadness unless you're reading a sad part of a story you can't you can't because your brain doesn't work in the positive and negative at the same time. so if I'm reading a book, I can't be depressed I can't be anxious. so read read every day and and you literally will watch your life change I mean you just read very cool you know? very
0: cool if you could pick up the phone right now and call yourself at twenty years old. What would you tell yourself?
1: Um, take responsibility for your own actions. You know, I, I I spent and I and I know a lot of people. We do uh, again, like I mean, not to the point of a narcissist like a severe narcissist but there I can think back on my life to a lot of times and go man I should have got that I should have been there why wasn't I chosen why and then I now I can look and go well you didn't do anything <laughs> you didn't really deserve it so that's the answer why because <laughs> you didn't really do anything to get it you know, uh,
0: looking back, you, would you change anything? No.
1: No. Answer. Yeah. Now, if I if I change anything, then I'm not here right now. Uh, I I literally I just did a video on this. Once you understand how powerful your story is, you'll help somebody else. And that'll be their solution. You know, and I I deal with this a lot with the depression and the anxiety, uh, mental health with people is so many people don't know why, why should I get out of bed today? What should, what good am I doing in the world today? What am I? I'm an, I was an alcoholic. I was a drug addict. I was in jail. I used to be, you know, this or that. And, and it's, they, we've all got a story. We've all got stuff. You have to go through that and now you've overcome it to help somebody else overcome their story. You know, and that's a hard thing to come to terms with. But once you do it, I mean, it's very empowering. Very empowering. Yeah. That you're the reason that somebody else needs today.
0: Yeah. What scares you? The dentist. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: dentist. That's yeah, yeah. That's, still that's, still, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> oh. This, this is an, another funny question to me because not really anything. I mean, again, I am I live in a world of gratitude, and I know that it sounds hokey to some people, and I know it does. And to me, five, six years ago, it sounded hokey to me. Like, oh, this guy in his positive mindset. And, oh, yeah, whatever. What crap? But I'm telling you, <laughs> once you get in that mindset, once you get in that world, it really is. It's like you just kind of blow things off. Like, like you, you're driving to work in the morning and somebody cuts you off and next thing you know, you're road raging. Or you can just wave at them and go, all right, man, have a good one. It's It's perspective. It's how you look at it. It's how you accept it into your life. So, yeah, the dentist, that's my fear. I still have not accepted the dentist. (laughs)
0: Uh, Where do you see mental edge in the next five years?
1: Um, Mental edge will be standing in front of thousands and thousands of people that have overcome their own depressions anxieties, addictions, you know, and they've developed mindsets of champions. You know, and that might sound hokey, but that's the goal. That's the reality is we're all winners, we're all champions, we're all uh I'm gonna say this word because I this is my word. To me, everybody's a badass. And it's something that we just gotta release out into the world and go, hey, I accept it. I am, you know, I am powerful and I am a badass. And that's where mental edge is. It's, you know, mental edges depart. I came up with that name because to me, it's everybody's on the edge of your greatness. And it's, it's a simple choice. It's a, not, yeah, it's a simple choice. It's a simple change. You just have to accept and want that change or that choice. Greatness is right there. It's right there. Very
0: cool. Uh, what about your book? I know in the in the um, in the intro, I, I mentioned that you are an author with a new book, uh, Broken Gratitude. Uh, where do you see that in the next five years?
1: I see that being probably my third book, or my first of three books, because <laughs> I've already got the second one. I'm starting to write. Uh, I, I see it as being a good a good launching point for Mental Edge for myself. Uh, it's it's a very it's a short read, but it's very deep, meaningful for me. You know, this again, this was a huge change for me. I'm a construction guy that now all of a sudden I wrote a book about gratitude. Like, where'd that come from? You know, <laughs> and that's a story in itself. But it, it was it was an experience that I truly enjoyed that I never knew I would write in a book. Uh, It got me writing a blog and really brought back something that I never knew was there. And that that was an enjoyment of helping people in in a certain way, you know, because, again, I believe we all help people, but in a certain way. And for me, it was through my stories, my struggles, my holding my mom's hand when she passed away to find gratitude. I mean that's just Absolutely. that there in itself is is so powerful and I want to share that with people to let them know that um there's gratitude and everything and you just got to you got to be able to see it and want to see it and, and know that it's there. Mm-hmm. You know
0: where can people find more about you?
1: Uh discovermentaledge.com that's the website. Instagram is the underscore Sammy J and the old TikTok. <laughs> Mental Edge. That's, yeah, those are my three big places. Um, so yeah, those especially the website because I'm starting to do a lot more stuff on there, and I'm gonna put out um doing the free blog. You know, I want to put out a lot of information on that website just my goal isn't to lower the number of suicides every day. It's to eliminate it. Because I, I, my biggest regret when I hear about people that have unfortunately succeeded uh, is that I didn't get to talk to them. And I don't care if I know them. I don't care if, if you know, it's a complete stranger. And that's my biggest regret is I didn't get to talk to them and, and let them know that they can be heard.
0: And you your know, book can be found. It can be found.
1: Well, I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but <laughs> <laughs> I have been told by my publisher by April 28th, it should be our release date. <laughs> okay. Until then, you can pre order on discovermentaledge.com. <laughs> okay,
0: cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it should be out by then. It should be out by then. This podcast will be out probably end of may sometime uh, in end of may uh any final thoughts
1: uh for one thanks for having me i appreciate it i i feel like me and you will definitely be talking more in the future uh especially you start 75 hard i'd love to hear how your progress goes on that uh but two just everybody out there go after your greatness and, and understand that gratitude is in you and you can be, and and you're
0: allowed to be first
1: and that's okay.
0: <laughs> Sammy, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really do appreciate all the work that you do. It's, um, it is very necessary and your book broken gratitude is, uh, is a must read for people. I will be picking it up when it comes out. Um, just to read it because I'm a big reader as well. I love reading. Um, especially stuff that I find hard for me. And gratitude is one of those things that is hard for me. And for, I'm sure a lot of my listeners out there, it's, uh, it's not an easy thing to put yourself first, to find gratitude in your life, even though that we do. We have a tendency of bringing narcissists in and controlling our lives. I know because I am that. And um, to have you and share your knowledge and put yourself out like out there like that um it's uh it shows the kind of man that you are and that's a good man to have in your circle so i appreciate uh, it thank you so much um and for all my listeners and all my watchers wow All all the people watching this on youtube rumble and all the people that are listening to this on wherever you're listening to this in a few minutes i want you all to go to his website DiscoverMentalEdge.com. order that book broken gratitude if it's uh it should hopefully be on amazon and yes it will be okay go to amazon get the book read it and let sammy know what you think of it <laughs> yes <laughs> going through hard times is just a test what you need to know is that when you get out of whatever you're going through, you will be stronger than ever before and you don't need to go through it alone. Always know that you are not alone. Stay tuned for more real people with amazing stories that are just like yours. Until then, to everyone out there listening, I wish you a good morning, good afternoon, or a good night wherever you may be in this crazy world. Hey guys, John from Resilient Reboot Productions and The Fitness Oracle. First and foremost, thank you so much for watching this episode. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. If you're watching this on YouTube or Rumble, please don't forget to subscribe, hit the bell and share this episode with someone who you think that would find value out of it. If you are listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker or whatever streaming service you are using, please give us a five-star rating and a positive review as it will help us reach out to more people that are suffering from mental health issues. But before you go... I'd like to invite you to join the Alliance. Podcasters Wellness Alliance is the ultimate community for content creators who are passionate about producing top quality work while prioritizing their physical, mental, and emotional health. With a holistic approach to wellness, this supportive community provides resources, tools, and support to help content creators thrive in their podcasting journey. From customized programs to regular events and workshops, Podcasters Wellness Alliance empowers content creators to achieve balance, growth, and resilience in their lives and businesses. As a member of of the Podcasters Wellness Alliance, you'll have access to a network of like-minded individuals who who understand the unique challenges of the creative industry. You can connect with and connect and collaborate with fellow podcasters, share experiences, learn from one another, and develop new skills. From improving content creation techniques to managing finances and growing businesses, Podcasters Wellness Alliance offers valuable resources to help you succeed in your podcasting venture. Join Podcasters Wellness Alliance and experience the transformational power of incorporating wellness, into your podcasting journey, boost your podcast and elevate your well being with the support of a community that values both content and wellness, discover a place where you can find inspiration, support, and guidance to achieve your full potential as a content creator, while maintaining a healthy work life balance, elevate your podcasting game with podcast with a podcasters Wellness Alliance. Join us today.